Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 15 of the Multiverse Fancast. I am one of your hosts, Mags, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Ronnie. Ronnie, how are you today? I am doing fantastic, sir. Doing fantastic, sir. How are you doing? I am doing pretty, pretty well. We got a, we got a lot to talk about. Yeah, today. we do. So we want to first apologize for uh, being a little late to the party. Um, I had gone away for a week, and I, my communication was very limited, and you know, Ronnie was very kind to kind of step up for me at my job while I was gone, so his availability became basically none. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, and, and I was thinking, too, I was like, you know, I had a little bit of time, but I was like, what am I, like, it's hard to not have someone else to talk to about this stuff. Yeah, yeah. You so, know? Because then it's just one point of view, and I could miss up. Like, that's why we're better as a team, and couldn't do a special guest without one of the hosts. Yeah, it's, it was hard, and uh, we, we tried to make it work, but unfortunately, just... Uh, the logistics of it did not uh, mm. kind of work in our favor. But don't worry. Yeah, don't worry. We are here, and uh, we're here to talk Flash, Arrow, and Legends today. Um, like the past 17 weeks. Wait, what? The past, yeah, the past 12 episodes <laughs> or so? No, uh, we are going to be talking about uh, not this past week's, but the weeks before. Yes. If you're listening to this in the future, that makes no sense to you, I just realized. <laughs> um, but yeah, we have a lot to talk about. We are going to start off with uh, one piece of interesting news that I'm personally very excited for. Um, and then I actually, I'm going to, I'm surprising Ronnie with this. I do have one more, uh, surprise news. Cause I, I love want, when you surprise me. I know we, we were deciding <laughs> on news and I picked one thing and now I have a, I've remembered a second thing as we literally started recording. I was like, Oh, about that. But, um, let's start. Do you want to, want to say the news or, uh, do you want me to bring it up? The big news? The big news. Let's go the big, big news. news. So, um, our girl, Supergirl. Our girl, Supergirl. Yes. As opposed um, to our boy, Supergirl. <laughs> Or our boy, Superboy. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. So, yeah. Our girl uh, is on the move. She's on the move. She's on the move to CW. Yeah, she's flying over to yep. the CW neck of the woods. <laughs> so, yes. uh, Supergirl was in limbo for a little bit after its, uh, after its season finale about whether or not it was going to continue. Uh, it would have been... Shame if they did not continue that. It, it definitely would have because that show uh, picked up a lot of steam towards the ending. Yeah. But, um... They are officially moving it to CW and yes. filming in Vancouver. Yeah. Um, let's start with the good of that. A, more Supergirl. Yes. It's uh, it's definitely a lot of fun to have a, a Supergirl show. We've talked about it at length during our uh, our Supergirl recap of the first season. So definitely pro. Yes. Uh, B, we have this opportunity for incredible crossovers yeah. and more frequent crossovers and uh, bigger crossovers. Yes. So the, the logistics there are um, are a lot of fun because now they're filming basically next door to each other. Yeah. Because uh, I know that when they did the Flash crossover, it was a lot of getting Grant Gustin out to L.A. Yeah. and filming or filming in New York, wherever Supergirl was filming. Yeah. So th- those are the two big benefits. Let's talk the cons. Um, cons. Well, hey, where's the big one? Where did our budget go? Yeah. Um, so Legends of Tomorrow has done really well with effects this season, but it's mm-hmm. because they have... 13 episodes. Yes. Or 16, or whatever they're doing. Uh, they are doing 16. 16. Supergirl has already gotten an order for, I think, 23. Yeah. Because it, it's the norm for CW. CW yeah. does very big um, seasons. That's why we get a lot of filler episodes for some of our shows. Yeah. But um, they're going to get a huge budget reduction. Oh, yeah. Uh, now, it's going to be a shame. 
But see, I'm also hopefully optimistic because you have a Flash that did Gorilla Grodd very well yeah. this year, and you know their effects have always kind of been. See, my my thing is though with the effects mm-hmm. is you're going from CBS money yeah. to CW money, and it's not going to be as well as it was. So for me, I you know we were talking about this off air, and for me, I think it would have been better if it started at CW. And stayed on CW, or, or CW then went to CBS and improved on the effects instead of taking a hit because there's a lot of effects that go into, into Supergirl show. Yeah. and Martian Manhunter. Yeah, just those two characters alone. Yeah, um, there is the one of the silver linings though is it'll give them a chance to do more with the script. Yeah, Supergirl was a lot of was a lot of style and not always the most uh, sustenance. Yes. So it'll be nice because the CW writers, they do a fantastic job writing for the character. Mm-hmm. Um, so not to say that the CBS uh, team did not do a good job, but uh, their episodes were, were about $3 million an episode yes. to make. And that, that's high. Oh, that's yeah. really high for, uh, for a television show. I mean, I believe the cast of The Big Bang Theory, they make a million dollars an episode, the three, yeah. the three big players. Um, but yeah, I'm curious to see, A, what they're going to do. They're going to have to make adjustments story-wise. Yeah. Um, they're going to have to go maybe less with the uh, extreme extraterrestrial style. Yeah. Uh, Martian Manhunter is probably going to get cut out a little bit just because of yeah. uh, you know that sort of challenge. I'm also curious to see if the staff and the, the uh, cast are going to change at all. Um, mm-hmm. I could see some of them like, well, we don't want to start shooting in Vancouver. We're you know we're out. Bye. Yeah. Um, or and, we're not going to be getting paid as much. Yeah, and we're not going to be getting paid as much. I mean, you know, all those actors are going to take a a big. Price drop. Good thing none of them are really big name actors. I think Melissa Benoist was the biggest name just because she was famous for Glee. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, there, there's really nothing. Uh, yeah. The sister, though, Kyler Lang or Lang yeah. or whatever her name is, um, she was in Not Another Teen Movie. Yes. With Captain America Chris <laughs> Evans. Yep. I was watching that the other night. I was dying. I was like, oh my God. Supergirl's sister yes. is hooking up with uh, Captain America. <laughs> See, this is my thing now. What's your thing now? Does this mean we're going to see uh, more of Superman? Because, I mean, your favorite show, Smallville, was on CW. Yes. Here's the only Does thing. Does that open the door for easier opportunity for Superman to come in? Well, it's funny you mention that because that is something I want to address. Um, a, Superman's in a coma the last time we saw him. Well, yeah. He was unconscious. So I don't know how long they're going to play with that idea. But here's the other challenge. Um, and it's been addressed on Arrow and Flash. It takes away the uh, the danger of the situation to have somebody that powerful yeah. on call. Like everybody always says, why doesn't Oliver just call Barry? Yeah, and that's why they have to make Barry super unavailable. Yes, but um, I'm curious as we we know that Supergirl and the Flash and Arrow universes are separate. Yes, super. There's a multiverse, and it is possible for Barry to get there. And with Cisco discovering more of his, about his powers, I could definitely see them opening portals and breaches to. Um, I Other guess Supergirl's Earth, Earth 3, yeah. I think we were calling it, yeah. even though in the comics Earth 3 is uh, the opposite <laughs> so, evil world. Yeah. Um, so we know it's possible for Breaches to open. Barry did it by accident, just running too fast. And then, um, you know, uh, Cisco's able to start doing it kind of at will to Earth 2 at least. But um, it's going to make it, every situation is going to be too easy if Supergirl is on call. Well, yeah. Um, Superman. No, Supergirl. Oh, Supergirl. Supergirl. Oh, okay. um, I think that keeping those universes separate and then just saving it for the big crossovers are the, mm-hmm. are, is the best way. Or if they want to and they they absolutely have to, 
they do some sort of Crisis on Infinite Earth style yeah. where they combine the two worlds. Because we know that in Supergirl, Central City exists. Yes. Uh, none of the big names exist, though. We don't know no. anything about a Star City or a Gotham City, Bloodhaven, any of that. Yeah. But um, we do know that Superman exists in the Flash Arrow universe. Yes. Because Rip Hunter mentioned, not by name, but, you know, he said, I've seen Men of Steel yeah. die and Dark Knights fall. Yes. So, you know, that's the biggest indication. And also Wayne Industries or whatever, Wayne Tech, I think it was. Yeah. They exist, too, because we saw it in the future newspaper. Yes. So the logistics of it are, are very interesting to think about. Yeah. So. I, I just think that there, there's a better chance, because there was a couple times where we saw Superman, mm-hmm. but we didn't see his face. Yeah. They, I, they I, I, think this, I think this this might open the door for them. Not a lot throughout the show, but mm-hmm. here and there, maybe twice or whatever, to actually have him there. I feel like it's going to be during their, their big events. Yeah. Um, if they, if you know, it's really, and also the question is, when are they going to air Supergirl? Because right now they have four DC properties that they're they're doing. They're doing mm-hmm. Flash, Arrow, Legends, and iZombie. Yes. Is there going to be an oversaturation? Is it going to be too much on the CW? It's going to be a lot to... To kind of process. Yeah. I mean, if CW was really smart, they try and start another all comic, all DC stuff spe- uh, channel. channel. Yeah, it'd be the the smartest move because then they could do all these big crossover yes. events, like on a Friday night or a Thursday night. You know, the, my thing is, you know, talking about when they're gonna have it airing and everything. Yeah, they'll probably keep it Mondays. Where they move the time to nine o'clock. Because the big issue with that was Gotham. Was Gotham on I, Fox was at the same time. Supergirl's ratings did start to drop. Gotham's ratings were lower but more consistent. Yes. I want to say uh, Supergirl did take a big hit in, in its ratings. You mm-hmm. know, especially after it first aired. So did we, apparently. But anyway, <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm curious to see where they're going to put it because otherwise we're going to get Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday all superhero stuff. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it, but there, there's the, it was like that anyway. Just. Different channel. Yeah, true, true. Um, I'm just afraid that uh, that CW is putting all of its eggs in a basket. Yeah. Uh, and then if that basket breaks, which I don't think it will, um, mm. if any sh- if any one of these shows is in real danger, it's going to be Supergirl because yeah. Arrow's got such a loyal following now, and um, Flash, Flash, Legend. and Leg- and Legends, which is picking up steam. We're very excited to talk about Legends. Yes. Yeah. Because uh, we like they blew it away these last couple of weeks. Oh, yeah. But um, I think that's enough about our Supergirl. You got another point to make? No. Or, no? No, I was just reaching. Just reaching, all right? Um, so I think that's going to wrap it up on our Supergirl talk. We'd love to hear what you guys have to say about it, what kind of stories you'd like to then to adapt, what kind of crossover you'd like them to do, because um, it really opens up. Because as far as we know, on Flash and Arrow, there are no aliens. Barry was exceptionally yeah. surprised to find out that that car was an alien. Um, I was watching the episode on vacation. <laughs> Uh, world's finest still but um, yeah. it does open up a lot of possibilities and I'm excited and I want to see uh, Supergirl and the Green Arrow interact yes that would be and awesome. I want to see Cisco meet Supergirl yeah yeah or Felicity I feel like Felicity and her interacting would be kind of well fun. it's funny because I was watching I was watching the episode the, the crossover episode and I actually my favorite pairing was uh, um, Wynn and Barry because they yes. like they broke out so hard oh, like yeah. almost immediately and it was pretty uh, pretty epic to watch. Yes. So let's, uh, let's keep this episode moving before we're here for six hours. Yeah. And where are we starting today, Ronnie? Today we will be starting with Arrow. We are starting with episode 20 called Genesis. The Bible? 
Yes. Oh, yep. reading the Bible on uh, this week's first time ever. Yeah. <laughs> you can't even touch Bibles. Nope. Nope. That's why I got the iPhone. <laughs> I have the Bible app. It keeps crashing. Yes. So, a uh, little synopsis. Dark returns to Hive and kills the remaining board members before renewing his plans for Genesis. Oliver and Felicity meet an immortal shaman, Fortuna, who educates Oliver of dark magic. Fortuna explains that Dark's idol channels darkness and death, feeding him more power, but there is an opposing force that channels light and hope. After a mystical ritual... Ritual... What's your ritual? I started reading the next word. (laughs) After a mystical ritual, Fortuna tells Oliver that the darkness inside him is too strong to channel the light. In Star City, Diggle locates Andy, but is captured after a brief shootout. Andy puts a tracking device on him, then allows Diggle to escape so that Dark and his team can go after Diggle, Lila, their daughter, and steal Rubicon to the world's nuclear weapons. Oliver manages to stop Dark by channeling the power of light, nullifying Dark's powers and forcing him to retreat. Diggle and Andy battle again, with Diggle ultimately killing his brother. Thea is taken by Hive to a secret underground city. The team realizes that Dark plans to detonate nuclear weapons and build a new world over the ashes. A.K.A. He's being like Vandal Savage. He's Vandal Savaging? <laughs> yes. He's going to Vandal Savage so hard. <laughs> yes. And uh, Very fun episode. Yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Really? Um, it, uh, it was a game changer. Yeah. Do you, where do you want to start with? you want to start with Diggle? Just because he... Had, oh, I feel so bad for him. Oh, yeah, no. I, like, Diggle. That's a, poor Diggle. Pop a cap in his brother's face. So, Diggle ends up... Uh, killing his brother after being tortured too. Diggle, yes. Diggle's a boss. Oh yeah, like he could he could take it like a champ, but um, Diggle actually killed his brother. Yes, and then lied to Lila about it. Yes. Now, so he was reaching for his gun, so he had a ha. He had to take him out, self defense. Yes. Um, how do you feel about Diggle lying to Lila? I'm okay with it in a way. You're okay with it in a way. In a way. Um, from like a fan standpoint and seeing where he's coming from if he would have told her the truth she would have been pissed oh yeah like but then if you're thinking of it from like relationship standpoint you're lying to your wife Mm -hmm. and that makes things worse now do (laughs) do you think that we're more okay with it because um we saw the actual interaction yeah um, I think that as fans, because the, the cool thing about being a fan is we get to see a lot more of the perspective than, yeah. than other characters. It makes us emotionally involved. Yes. It's a writing tool. So we're emotionally involved. And we're like, Diggle was completely, we were Team Diggle all yeah, the way there. Because Andy was saying he's not going to stop. Yeah, and um, I think that was more of an impulse, like yeah. anger sort of thing, which we all get. Everybody's, you know, you say and do things when you get angry that you're not ready exactly. for. Exactly. And, and you even see when he does actually shoot him, he's got that face like, Oh, oh man, man. Did, I, I did not mean to do that. He was in shock. Yeah, uh, Andy baited him, and yep. he knew that he would. Oh, I think yeah. he knows his brother better than anybody. We've he pushed Diggle. the right buttons. Well, we've seen Diggle's temper, yes. and we do know that normally he's the rock and the voice of hope and the one that kind of keeps everybody grounded. But yeah. I think that's gone after Laurel. You know, yeah. like it really kind of rocked his boat. Definitely. And um, I'm curious to see how this is going to play in future episodes. Yes. Um, how we're going to deal with um, Diggle lying. Because now, this, Arrow is very famous for their lying to protect and then having it blow up. We saw it yes. happen with 
uh, Oliver and Felicity. Yep. We've seen it now. We then saw it happen with, uh, what's his face? Uh, Mr. Terrific, the, uh, who, Curtis. Curtis, yes. And his, and his boyfriends or fiance, yeah. husbands. Something. I don't know. Partner. Partner. Yeah. Um, that's why we haven't really seen him lately because, you know, he promised he wasn't going to do anything like that again. So um, sad. I'd love to. Oh, we, he's a series regular for yeah. next, for next yep. year. He's going to be a, a series regular, which makes us all wonder about, uh, our girl Felicity. But, uh, um, she'll, she'll be fine. We'll see. Um, let's see. And then we have it now with, um, we had it with Thea and Malcolm. Yep. And now we have it with, uh, with the Diggle, and Diggle and Lila. Uh, um, I think it, I actually enjoy that aspect of the superhero genre. Yeah. The, the keeping secrets to protect people. It never works out, but as, as people, it helps us relate to these, these super people. Yeah. <laughs> if that, yeah, super people. Super people? Yeah. Superheroes? Enhanced, enhanced individuals. <laughs> Um, and you know it makes it makes them a little bit more human and relatable. So yeah. I enjoy that aspect about um, definitely. And it also shows how deep this mind control thing really goes. Oh yeah. Um, so it's it's interesting to see kind of. It's a lot deeper than Supergirls. Uh, <laughs> uh, I can't argue that one. But um, I I thoroughly enjoyed the aspect of, of Diggle's character because we don't ever really get to see him lose his cool like this, yeah. and it was fun to. To kind of see how in depth uh, the actor can bring to him, because uh, I forget the name of the actor who plays Diggle. Do you remember his name? <sighs> no. Yeah, he's pretty awesome. I like him. Ramsey. David Ramsey. David Ramsey. Are we sure? Yes. I feel like that's another person. No. Anyway, you're thinking of Gordon Ramsey, the chef. Uh, obviously. <laughs> or is no, that that's you. Sure you're, you're hungry. It must be uh, a day that ends in Y. But um, it's that time. It's that Wait, time. it's always that time. <laughs> what time is Ronnie hungry? Every time, all the time. Anytime. Well, there was that one time that I wasn't hungry for like 38 seconds. You were sleeping, but that's not the point. <laughs> all right, so there goes our tangents, all right? We're going to have our, we're gonna have people yelling at us. Because um, apparently we go on tangents, especially if we record late at night. So Wait, what's a tangent? A tangent is... <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, but anyway, let's, let's swing back. This isn't Spider-Man, but anyway, we're going to swing back. Um, so I think as far as Diggle's character... We're uh, we're pretty on board with it. Yes. Um, I will say it was a little cheesy when he goes with his daughter, his infant daughter, oh, yeah. in his pouch on the motorcycle. He went straight kangaroo. It was very entertaining, <laughs> but at the same time, it was kind of like, seriously? Like, like, what if someone's in front of you shooting? The only thing cheesier would have been if she had a little helmet on. Yes. Then I would have been like, nope, I can't I can't even take this seriously. I don't know, I probably would have liked it a little bit more. If they what happened that. to the show? <laughs> he used to kill people. Um, so let's move on to, you want to talk Thea, or do you want to talk... Oliver and Felicity's little journey. I mean, both are interesting points. Which one do you want to start with first? Let's see. Let's start with uh, Thea. We'll go Thea because I think Oliver and Felicity is going to be a little bit, a uh, little bit more Deeper. in depth. Yeah. yeah. So Thea, it, she goes on vacation. I put that in air quotes because uh, I guess she got drugged and taken yeah. to this place. And I, guess got, I mean, technically they both did because he's he was taking those pills. Well, see, that's a question that the fans have been having, and I know. I've been thinking about yeah. it too. Was um, how long has he been under uh, Ruve's thrall? I feel like it's recent. Um, yeah. Ever since he kind of went to work for her, some people are saying that he was a double agent all the time, and that he was. I, I didn't really believe nah. that because there would have been no. Like yeah, Damien Dark could have put a double agent in there, but I just feel like um, I think there would have been a little bit more indication that he was a double agent. It would have felt more like. Uh, was it, I think last season when Theo was uh, dating that DJ who turned yes. out to be a League of Assassins member. Yeah. Um, I always kind of thought that was a little... I, I wouldn't, I'm glad they didn't go that route again, but... Yes. Let's talk about how smart Thea is. Oh, yeah. Would you have noticed the, the recorded loop of animal sounds? Most I likely not. I would have not given it a second thought. No. 
Um, she immediately it been different if uh, she was outside and wandering around. I mean, if you're outside, she wandering did around, go outside at yeah. one point. She was listening, and if I know that wait, there's no dogs, why why is there barking? Well, I have yeah. dogs, and yeah. you don't always see them, but uh, you hear them. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I think uh, Thea's character has been like so well written and well done over the past yes. couple of years. It's funny to see her progress. Like, I feel like she's progressed more than most characters on the show. Oh, yeah. Diggle's pretty much the same. Yes. Um, Oliver... He's progressed. Uh, he's progressed, but... Um, Not as Oliver. I feel like he's progressed more as the Arrow. Well, see, here's the thing about Oliver's character progression. We start off the show, season one, with him being rescued on the island. So we have this Oliver. Mm-hmm. And we've only seen flashbacks of the old Oliver, so we've yeah. never seen the progress from the old Oliver, really, to the uh, the new one, or the current one. But we've seen him progress as the show yeah. goes on, especially with the, his no-killing rule and stuff like that. So, But I'd say that Thea has had such incredible progression, and she's so smart. Oh, yeah. Like, she immediately knows that there's, there's something not right. I think she should have picked up on it when it was like, I passed out in the car. I don't even remember getting in the car. Yeah. I feel like that's a red flag for anybody, especially for a girl who, as far as we know, she doesn't party or drink anymore, so, you know. I think she drinks. I think we've seen her with, once a, more like, having wine, but not, like, how she used to. Yeah, I mean, she used to be quite the, uh, quite the partier. She'd see uh, her and Supergirl's sister trying to drink each other with uh, <laughs> Mick Rory, uh, and Lance. Snart, and, and Lance. Yeah, one big drinking party, everybody's just watching. But, um... I thoroughly enjoyed that she picked up on it and she tried to escape. Is it is it awesome that at this point in the show, there's a giant force field around something? We're like, oh yeah, that's totally normal. Yeah. Remember when it was like the Royal Flush Gang in season one and there were <laughs> bank robbers wearing masks and that was it? What? What? That was so cool. Uh, was like, Vertigo was a drug yeah. that people would take instead of, uh, you know, Count Vertigo who actually had the power to disorient. But um, it's, it's interesting that I feel like in terms of Spectacle Arrow has really stepped it up, especially this season with yes. the introduction of magic and all that cool stuff. Um, but I'm very excited to kind of see Thea think her way out of this situation, yeah. be the detective of the group. And uh, speaking of magic, let's talk a little uh, Oliver and Felicity. Um, so Oliver gets a call, I guess. He gets in touch with John Constantine. Yes. I am so excited that they're still mentioning him. It, it's unfortunate, though, as like a fan of the show and of the character it's almost like a tease. It's like, uh, is he gonna? Is he gonna help? Oh, no. he's not here. So Constantine puts him in touch, and I want to talk about a uh, little Constantine uh, at the end in relation to the Supergirl news. Okay. So that'll probably be our, our ending topic, but um, and also our fan question because I, I have a fun one for you guys. So yeah, I know Ronnie made a face <laughs> at me just so you got, and now Ronnie's making faces at me because I'm springing everything on him. We do. Wait, what? <laughs> it's funny when we first started doing this, we were so organized, like literally oh, yeah. notes and papers, and you like it was crazy. And now it's just like, hey, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> I don't know what do you want to talk about. Off the top of the dome, just spitting in and out like we're freestyling. Yeah, well, Thea's in the dome. Yeah, yeah, but uh, so. <laughs> Oliver, <laughs> he's making faces at me, guys. Oliver and Felicity. Um, it's actually payback because I Snapchatted him uh, trying to read the synopsis. And I said, Fortuna. 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 I have no idea why he said with like, a little accent. So Oliver gets recommended to go find this immortal voodoo priestess named Fortuna. Fortuna, I want to say. Fortuna. Fortuna. Fortune. Uh, I know. Fortuna. Fortuna. Now, as far as I could find, she is not based on any single DC character. Yeah. Scarlet Witch. Wait, what? Um, she's horrible. <laughs> which 
I thought was a, a very missed opportunity to to introduce a new character yeah. that they could have in place of John Constantine. And I feel like this meeting was supposed to be with John Constantine going with him. Because imagine that episode, Oliver and Constantine going to meet this person. I think yeah. that would, Constantine walking into that gambling casino, that would have been <laughs> epic. Oh, yeah. I forgot Felicity could play cards so well. That was an episode in, like, season one or two, yeah. where she the first time going undercover. Well, Felicity, I mean, not so, wow. Oliver was a little surprised by it. Yeah, I think he even mentioned, he was like, I forgot how good you were at yeah. this. Um, like, wait, what? Do you find it awkward, Felicity and Oliver? Kind of that... In a way, it's kind of like, um... How she's not even acknowledging. Yeah, it's kind of like, uh... That, you know, you break up with someone, but you're still friends with because you have mutual friends. And, like, so you guys are, hang out. Or, or you work together in or this you work case. Together. Yeah, like, it's kind of like that, because, like... You still like you could still see the connection between them. Yeah, and obviously they but were together and living. Felicity's like, no, I can't. No, and Oliver's like, I mean, I wouldn't say no. <laughs> Oliver's kind of like that. We're gonna get back together, yeah. and Felicity's like that. I don't want to get back together. Yeah, but I have to work with this guy. Yeah, um, and she's socially awkward, so that just yes. makes it socially awkward. Um, so they meet Fortuna, and she reveals kind of the um, the idol channels darkness and death. The more people die around it, the more powerful the, the yes. bearer or the user becomes. Now, she teaches Oliver that he has to use his own inner light. Yeah. Or he might end up uh, just fueling Damien Dark's power yeah. and, you know, putting the world into more darkness. So she tries, she tries once and he tries once and he's like, uh, and he, he can't, yeah. he can't kind of stand up to he it. He just saw the dark and everything. And what did she say? She was like, this is only like partial power. Yeah. Um, he, we do get some interesting visions yeah. from him. We do see, uh, the woman on the island that he's with right now. Her, you see her with the yellow eyes. Yeah. So, um, all my supernatural fans, she's the yellow eyed demons. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, but, uh, so yeah, Oliver is supernatural. Fans. Oh, is that? That's our supernatural fans. Our supernatural fans. I'm up to date. All right. Thank Chuck. I'm some... up to date. You're not. You're still in season 10. Yeah, shut up. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so... They Fortuna's like, yeah, you're not going to win. You can't do this, blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. And Oliver's like, yes, I can. But no, stay. <laughs> so they leave, and Oliver does confront Damien Dark, and he's able to resist Dark's magic. Uh, his eyes go with that yellow look, yeah. and he's able to kind of fight Dark off. Uh, not very effectively, not to the point of defeating him, but enough to, to get him to back off. Yeah. But not before Damien Dark has apparently stolen something called the Rubicon. Yes. And the Rubicon is an Argus failsafe held inside the director's arm, apparently. Yeah. Uh, he ripped that thing clean out. And um, it's going to override all the nuclear, nuclear weapons, weapons. Yep. Yeah, in the entire world. Yeah. So Damien Darko killed a lot of people. Yeah, he's going to set them all off. And he, he actually tries to. Well, that's we're getting ahead of ourselves on that one. Well, yeah. don't bring it up. because you, you That was how the episode ended. That's how I have You have to bring it up. No, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I think that's really it for, for that episode of Arrow. I'm very excited. Yeah. Um, definitely a, a very solid episode. Do you want to do ratings for it? You can do a rating. I'm going to give it a solid three and a half out of five. Um, nothing about it blew me away. Yeah. But at the same time, it, w it was fun, and we got to see a lot of emotion to it, and sometimes in these big, flashy superhero shows, the emotion kind of gets lost. Yeah. I feel like they dropped the ball with, with Fortuna. I feel like they could have done something a little bit better. Even if they don't use Constantine, mention, use use a character. Use somebody. Yeah. You know, I think maybe use it was just someone a, people know or can actually 
it's based off of someone, even if no one really knows who they are. Yeah, and in all honesty, I feel like they had wanted Constantine for that role. Either to go with Oliver to meet this person, or they wanted him to go meet Constantine for training, and they just couldn't do it. I feel like that... That's where their mindset was, and they were like, "This is." I feel like we got Plan B because Plan A did not yeah. work. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I concur though. I give it about a three three five. Yeah, yeah. above yeah. average. Yeah. Um, if, if if we go anything lower than a two point five, then it we don't like it. No. Um, I don't think I've ever had like a one episode for for Arrow. No. No. Um, so that wraps it up. Do you want to move into uh, where are we going next? Uh, Flash. The Flash. We're going to run over to The Flash? Uh, uh, I don't get it. Let me explain. But anyway. No, I'll explain when you're older. So Wait, what? <laughs> you got that uh, episode synopsis already? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. We have uh, episode 20 of season 2 called Rupture. A little synopsis here. With Barry powerless, the team rigs a hologram of The Flash to stop crime around the city so that no one will know the truth. Wells again... I'm going to use my big boy words. Wow. Wells, again, proposes recreating the particle accelerator explosion. Barry goes to his father, Henry, for advice, who returns with him back to Central City. Henry argues with Wells over his procedure for returning Barry's powers, concerned for his his son's safety. Zoom and Kaylin arrive back on Earth-1, with Zoom declaring the city under his control. The Earth-2 version of Dante Ramon rupture arrives on Earth-1 looking to kill Sisko for killing his Earth-2 brother. Dun, dun, dun. Wait, what? No. <laughs> Zoom sends Rupture after the police to send the city a message. Barry and the police stop Rupture, but Zoom arrives and kills the officers himself and Rupture for failing. He then publicly announces the Flash's disappearance. Realizing that he cannot stop Zoom without his powers, Barry agrees to Wells' plan. During the process... Barry is seemingly vaporized while Jesse and Wally are caught in the blast. I love how you could not say certain words, but vaporize. <laughs> You're like, I got this. Or oh. Wells's. <laughs> Wells's is this. Wells's is this. All right, so. So much happened in this episode. At the same time, not a lot happened in this episode. <laughs> but, um, so. We start off, Barry is using a hologram to make it seem like the Flash is still. Yes you know, active in Central City, which... Which is, was pretty cool and smart, I must say. What what it was the... They were talking about how it was uh, done by a... What was it? Biggie or Tupac? Like, they did a, yeah. a hologram of that at a yep. concert. Tupac. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. I love Cisco. He's, yes. he's Cisco is... It's funny. The Flash should be my favorite character, but Cisco might be my favorite character of the entire Arrowverse. Oh, yeah. Um, I could see that. His Harry Potter references this episode alone. Um, yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. Mm. So... Barry is torn about reactivating the particle accelerator, even in a controlled environment, because he, he says it. He's like, you know, the last time this thing went off, we got hundreds of metahumans that, you know, kind of stepped up. Yeah. So he goes to ask... Two more. Yeah, uh, we're getting there. He goes <laughs> to ask his father, Henry Allen, um, let's talk about the red herring, the possible red herring we got. So Henry Allen... In this episode, he says, he mentions, when Barry mentions Jay Garrick's name, he goes, Garrick, that's, you know, and he's like, well, you know that name? He goes, well, that's my mother's maiden name. Yes. Um, 
that's big. That's that's. Oh, a, yeah. I feel like if that was just a throwaway line, or if it's just a look at this while we do something over here, you know, sleight of hand yeah. sort of thing, I could understand it. But I really think that uh, it's going to make a difference. Now, people were saying, well, it can't be uh, the Henry Allen of Earth too, because why would his last name be Garrick? So the big the big theory, and I think the one that you and I were talking about off air that we're the most supportive of, is the Man in the Iron Mask is the Earth Two Henry Allen. Yeah. Named Jay Garrick, maybe his mother not, never got married, mm-hmm. or you know he was born without a father or something sort of like that, yeah. and he took the last name Garrick. It doesn't make sense as to why Barry's last name is Allen on Earth too. That that's the that's the big thing that I'm getting. Mm-hmm. But we we are firmly under the belief that Jay Garrick of Earth Two is the Henry Allen doppelganger, yeah. or maybe even a a twin or brother. And that's why he has a yes. different last name. Kind of similar to a uh, real-life situation, Emilio Estevez and Charlie Sheen. Yeah. They're real-life brothers, but they have different last names. Yes. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if the Earth 2 Man in the Iron Mask is Jay Garrick, played by the same actor who plays Henry Allen. Because for those of you guys who don't yeah. know, he was also the Flash in the 1990s for the Flash TV show. And we got a little, uh, little nod to that when Barry went to Earth 2 and yes. he saw the entire... Uh, uh, alternate universes, including Supergirl, yeah. Jonah Hex, the Legion, all that sort of stuff. So that's our, our running theory yes. with, with uh, who the man in the Iron Mask is. Yep. And I feel like this, that line, even if it is just a throwaway line, there, there's something to it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. so Henry Allen's like, no, you can't do this. It's going to be dangerous. I'm coming back home with you. And Wells is like, hey, do it. And then there's Joe, who's just like, he's got to make up his own mind. Yeah. We, we had every aspect of, it's like yeah. three different fathers. Yeah. And they it all really don't is. approve of your life. Yeah. Go clean yeah. your room. What? Don't do it. Do it. Do Whatever you, you want to do, do. Do you, Barry. <laughs> Seriously, though. So that's Barry's big emotional conundrum. Yes. Which uh, also leads to him and Iris. How do you feel about Iris's sudden... I love you. She doesn't say that. She's just, she's questioning. She's, she's going, okay, well, I got feelings for you. And then there's also, you know. Destiny. Destiny, because, you know, everyone's saying we're supposed to be together. We're going to be married in the future. We saw that. Saw this. The alternate universe where we are married. Yeah. And we still don't know what the equivalent of Netflix and chill is on Earth, too. (laughs) But, um, I, I, it was a. Yeah. I feel like it's a little out of nowhere this season. If they had been kind of hinting at it a little bit more yeah. over the course, I just feel like it was like two episodes ago where something like, I'm in love with Barry, I think. Yeah, because I think it started with the whole, um, her supposed to be going on that date with the editor. Yeah, who of, doesn't exist apparently anymore. We haven't yeah. seen. But, and um, she yeah. didn't do it. I mean, we don't really know why she didn't do it. HR got in touch with her and said you can't date your boss. That, maybe. That's probably the biggest yeah. one. But, yeah. um... Yeah, it's just, it was kind of sudden, but I like how she's like, you always have me to come home to. Yeah. And considering next episode, it makes it even more significant, but we're going to talk about that in our next uh, episode. So, that's kind of where Barry's kind of torn. Yeah. Because even Iris is like, don't do this, because I don't need you to be the Flash, I just need you. Yeah. She's like, what does she say? I thought she used the word love. She never said I no. that she loved him, no. I thought it was um, something like, you know, I, the person I love 
I'm going to say the word love because I, I can't remember what she said, but it was like, yeah. I love Barry Allen, not The Flash. Yeah, but, it's it's very it's kind of the opposite of Lois Lane, yeah. where she was in love with Superman first and yes. then fell in love with Clark Kent. Um, I, obviously, Iris is more in tune with Barry, and she's like, it's great you are The Flash, but it's not who you are. Yeah. His big challenge is he's like, I don't know who I am without The Flash. Yes. Now, we saw that... That Barry has was always a hero. He's always a yeah. good guy. Like he was always trying to, to do things, even before his mother died. In the pilot, you know, he gets beat up by the bullies because they were yeah. they were picking on somebody, and he stepped in, got his butt kicked because <laughs> he was too slow. But um, so by the end of it, though, Barry is convinced to get into the particle accelerator, and it doesn't go too well. It looks like yeah, no, yeah. So Barry is seemingly no. vaporized and. Okay, you got something? He's yeah. He's making a face, guys. He's making a face. I'd never thought he was vaporized. Just for the fact that we see that streak come out of the chamber thing he was in. It was more of like an explosion outwards, so it kind of went everywhere. I didn't really uh, see. But, but to me, I saw like a streak like literally go through the hallways and that's... Well, that was the energy blast and that's what... Yeah, hit, uh, I, I, to me that was... I feel like to me... That was him streaking through. Yeah, we're, we're going to talk about it more in next episode, like because obviously we know what happens to yes. Barry. And as fans, we all kind of were like, he's not going to die. Yeah. Um, not yet, well, anyway. I kind of was like, maybe he did die because we got two new. Well, it's funny because uh, the shot of him looking like he was on fire was actually from the Flashpoint comics where he has no powers in, on an alternate Earth. And to get his powers back, him and the Batman of that universe try and recreate the experiment. And he gets nearly burned alive. Yeah. While Batman's just sitting there drinking. But, um, so Barry disappears, leaving only his, uh, the remnants of his suit behind. Yes. And I think that's a great transition to go to our next part of the episode, which is Jesse and Wally. I know, you're, you're very excited. We yes. know, you were, this was what you've been waiting for all season. Now, Jesse and Wally had been locked up by their parents in the, <laughs> I love how they call it the Braille Room. Because yeah. that's what, like, the fan terminology was, the Braille Room. Yeah. And then they're like... It was originally called the Time Vault, I want to yes. say. And Back then they, when we had Eobarthon. Um, yeah, when they first found out about season it. Season one, So yeah. now it's the Braille Room. I wonder if Gideon's still even in there. I don't think so. I think uh, Thon had her, yeah, I, I guess. But, um, Gideon. The computer that we have in Legends of Tomorrow, Gideon was first introduced in Flash. It was Gideon? I wasn't. Yeah. Oh, okay. And apparently Barry Allen created her, and we almost got that Justice League reference. <gasps> but anyway. Um, so, Barry... Well, Barry's doing his I need my powers back thing, and Zoom's on the loose, and we're going to have to talk about Zoom. On Earth 1. On Earth 1. We're going to talk about Zoom next, I think, because I think we want to save the rupture stuff for the end, because that was yeah. probably our favorite. So. Oh, yeah. Loved rupture. So, Wally and Jesse get locked up in a room. Now, whose idea was it to put a six-degree, you know, genius, college <laughs> degrees, like she had, like, what was it, five or six majors? Something five, like, it was five. five. Yeah, five majors. And basically a kid who's an engineering genius. We're going to lock these two together in a room. And teenagers. Yeah. Uh, every well, parent, I mean, think about it, though. They were locked in there with, like, nothing in there. They had an iPad. That was it. And that's yeah. what they used to escape. Yeah. So they managed to escape, and they get caught in the blast. And they're unconscious on the floor. Yes. Ronnie is very excited because... Why are you very excited, Ronnie? Because we got Kid Flash. We might have uh, Kid Flash and Jesse Quick. Jesse Quick. Um, 
Yes. They were hit by the particle accelerator, and apparently other things have been hit by the particle accelerator, which we find out next episode. Yes. But, um, yeah, there's a lot of speculation about uh, Wally and Jesse. Yes. And we're going to save our speculation for our review of The Runaway Dinosaur, I think. Yeah. I think that'd be the best place to put it. But uh, we're very excited to see what they're going to do with Wally and Jesse, especially because we immediately know that if they do become speedsters, their parents are not going to approve at no. all. Harrison Wells especially will be like, no, you are not going yeah. to fight Zoom under any circumstances. See, I don't know. You don't know? I feel like um, Harrison Wells would not want her to. And would not let her. And not let her. But she unless will. Unless she's going with Barry. They're going to do. No, even then, I could just see. They're going to do a Trinity. I mean, um. <laughs> a Trinity. I know. Mean, um, that's a different thing in DC. <laughs> but um, I really don't think that. Even if Jesse gets her speed force powers, I really don't think that um, Harrison Wells is going He's to gonna let lock her. her up. He's going to try to, yeah. Um, He's going to get a little uh, cell like <laughs> Zoom has. Yeah, a little cell. Has a little Zoom cell. But. Um, now, with Joe, you would think that he'd be okay with Wally going out there like he is with Barry, but I don't think he will be. He treats this my treats Wally yes. differently than Barry. He Yes, because of the fact that it's... Yeah, all right, it's his son. Mm-hmm. We know that. But since he's actually met Wally up until now, it hasn't been too long. Yeah. I, I don't know the exact time frame, but... Can't be more than I would say a month. Have you shown Wally? Yeah, it's got to be longer than that. You think so? They met at Christmas. Was it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we don't even know where they are now. That's, usually, it follows a very similar time frame. So I'd yeah. say about three months. Three months. Okay. Well, and they're still testing the waters of their relationship. Yeah. We saw it. So it's it's new to him. You know, he's it's like okay, I have you now. There's a chance I could lose you if you go fight Zoom. I don't want you to because I just got you into my life. I don't want you to be taken out of my life. And also, it's kind of like how he didn't want Iris to join the police force yeah. because she is his daughter. Barry is not his actual son. And I think that's always kind of on his mind where he's like, you're not really my child. You are like a son to me. Yes. And I would do anything for you. But yeah. you have a dad. You have your own life. Exactly. You, know, you have these great powers. Because I don't think Joe was very supportive of The Flash at first. I remember the first episode. Was just, yeah. I think really his big thing was just don't tell Iris. Yeah. Because he didn't want her involved. Mm-hmm. So I, I, th- I think if Wally was around from day one, mm-hmm. he would be okay with it, him going out. More than he would be. Right but now. I, yeah, but because it's you know just a couple months, whatever, into the relationship, that's where he's probably a little hesitant on him going out. Yeah. So you want to jump into some uh, some? What was the next part we want to talk about? Zooming Caitlin first. Zooming Caitlin. Let's talk, we'll just touch base on it really quick. Because yeah. uh, Zoom had probably one of the most... <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. I didn't even mean that one. But uh, Zoom had I probably didn't. one of my favorite villain sequences of this episode. So Zoom recruits Cisco's brother's brother. doppelganger. Earth 2 brother. The Earth 2 doppelganger, who apparently has a very good relationship with his brother, unlike on Earth 1. Yeah. Uh, Rupture is his code name. And... Um, he did look awesome. My only question is, he channels his powers through that spear. Yeah, that's really weird. I, I feel like yeah. if I feel like that's more tech. It, like he has like a tech spear that he uses. Yeah. That would make more sense. It just it was very strange how he needed that thing to to use his powers because power yeah. should be what you have. Yeah. But um, he Zoom gets ruptured to 
not only come to Earth One, but tricks him into thinking that it was actually um, Cisco that killed his Reaver. Yeah, that killed Reaver. But um, but it wasn't. It, it was wasn't. Zoom. So Zoom has Caitlin locked up in the C- in the Star. Oh God, CCPD, Central City Police. <laughs> right, I had to come, to come on, man. Leave me alone. Star City. No, well, si- wait, well, what city are we in? Oh, I can't keep track. But um, he convinces all the he gets all the cops to leave. Yeah. And he's basically using it as like his his main base. Um, and the cops are using the jitters. cops are using jitters. <laughs> but um, cocoa so, jitters, CC jitters. But um, it's, cocoa. it's not cocoa it. jitters. I think I might have made that up. Cocoa. It could be cocoa CC. Yeah, because isn't it a C coffee cup? C coffee cup. I don't know. Then jitters. Um, but anyway, anyway. <laughs> I just know Big Belly Burger. That's the only one I know. But uh, go for a Big Belly Burger. <laughs> seriously though. Wait, what? So um, Zoom has Caitlin locked up, and Kate. All right. Zoom, really? He was like, you're so smart when she gets that cell phone. Uh, the only thing I'm going to give her kudos on is she remembered anybody's phone numbers. Yeah. It's hard to remember phone numbers I these days. I barely know mine. I don't even know mine. But anyway, so um, she gets a cell phone out from an evidence box and not only knows that the battery's charged, but also how to unlock it because I guess that person didn't have security on their phone. And uh, she tips off that he's going to attack. And yes. She kind of uses the last bit of mercy he has left on that one. Yeah. So, Caitlin is still kind of locked. She's still being held captive. She's locked up in the CCPD. And Zoom, when Rupture fails him, which we'll talk about, um, kills every single cop in there in a very, I don't want to say magnificent sequence, but except for Joe, Joe, Singh, Singh, and Barry. Yes. They're the only survivors of this rampage. He even kills... Uh, what's his name? Rupture? Rupture. Yeah, he kills Rupture. Yeah. So, I thought that was, it was almost hard to watch. Yeah. And just the news camera thing alone, where he's like, you yeah. don't want to get this, and then he kills that news camera guy. And then he takes it. Oh, that was scary. Goes, very yeah. very Joker-esque. Yes. And he's like, you know, the Flash isn't isn't really around. He's not here to protect you. He's, he's gone. Yeah. And this is my city now. So, it was kind of scary. And I love, Zoom is a scary villain, because, yeah, Zoom wants to take over every world he comes to. Yeah. Reverse Flash just wanted to get back home, yeah. basically. So the, the scale of villains, Zoom is much scarier than oh, Reverse yeah. Flash. So I'm... Uh, Re- Reverse Flash was smarter and more well-calculated, but Zoom was... He was scary. He's turning into my favorite villain of all time. In, in all the shows? All the shows. I'm going to put him pretty close to, uh, to Slade of Season yeah. 2 of Arrow, because... That was probably my favorite villain. Yeah. Slade and Damien Dark. Like Damien Dark's really he's rising up the ranks. Yeah. He's he's definitely uh he's so cheesy and I yes. love it. It's like so campy when Damien yeah. Dark's on the screen. But um you wanna talk about Rupture and uh or not Rupture, Cisco and his brother? Yeah. I mean we we first be introduced to his brother this episode. No, we've met him before. Reintroduced. Oh re- I thought you just had introduced. Nah, nah. <laughs> I know my facts. Your flax? Your, your flax. Those are flashbacks. Shut your those face are fla- I'm helping you. This, those are flashbacks. Yeah. Our flax. Flax. Yeah. Tell us some flax, Ronnie. Go to Urban Dictionary. No, don't go to Urban Dictionary. No matter what you do. Um, anyway. Anyway, so we get reintroduced to Cisco's brother. Enunciate. Because <laughs> um, he's in a bit of a jam. You know, he calls Cisco saying he's in the jam, needs to meet up with him. I thought Cisco called him because he vibed him. He vibed him. He 
yes. vibes. And then, he thought it was his brother, but it turned out to be the doppelganger. And yeah. Cisco called him to see if he was all right. And then the brother to meet up. And then yeah. the because bro- the brother said, you know, I don't. Because the, the brother was. That's why he also first. made. Yeah, because he was meeting Cisco. That's why he made Cisco pay. He said, uh, "You invited me." Oh yeah, that's right. So he made Cisco hit the bill. How are they getting paid? Is like Star Labs still funding, still paying their employees? Because if so, yeah, I guess so. Maybe they made tons of money before, and they kind yeah, of right. Sure, they did. Their life savings they're spending. I guess so. Yeah, um, I don't know. That's a good question. That is a good question. Are you listening to that? You hear that, the writers? Writers, we address that issue. We're very yes. concerned because I know you're listening to us. Imagine if they are. Hi, Kevin Smith, who directed the next episode, Runaway Dinosaur. Yeah, I was like, wait, we're not talking about Kevin Smith. I know, just, yeah. just in case. But anyway, so they meet up, they get attacked by a rupture, and Cisco kind of is like, oh, I don't know why he's attacking. Why does he look like me? I don't know. Oh, I'm going to tell you everything. So he ends up uh, explaining the Earth 1 or 2. Have a seat. Let me explain to you a little bit. Yeah, and that he's a metahuman. Mm-hmm. And also, we get to see the letter. Because I remember when they were going to go to Earth 2... Cisco gave a letter to Caitlin to give to his family in case they didn't make it back. So I think that also filled in a lot of blanks for his brother. Yeah. And we already knew that they didn't have the best relationship. I think we were kind of hoping that it was better after the being kidnapped by Captain Cold and Golden Glider and all that sort of thing. But I guess it didn't. I guess they didn't really talk much. They don't talk. They don't do anything, really. And it's been at least a year. Yeah. But Cisco does mention that he did call a few times. And it's... You know, brother doesn't return his calls, or yeah, um, it's hard. I think it was hard for us to watch as because you and I both have brothers. Yeah. Um, so you know that kind of sibling relationship is is yep. all too familiar. Yep. You know, sometimes you're really in touch with your siblings, other times you're not. Especially as you get older, you know, they're like friends. They just kind of it starts to fade after yeah. a little bit. Um, but I loved that they had their bro moment at the end. Yes. And when I'll get Cis- out, guys. When Cisco just took his brother in his arms and hugged him, like I was like, mm, right in the feels. <laughs> I can't move. My feels really hurt. But um, <laughs> I don't have any, so. I'm curious to see if he's ever going to become a metahuman. I highly doubt it because we haven't had another particle accelerator explosion. Yeah, and, but, was, and I mean, we did. Just in a controlled just in a controlled environment where no one could. Have it didn't really. really well, we don't yeah. know if it spread. It didn't. It, I think it just kind of stayed I don't, in. Yeah. Star Labs. But uh, you want to just get into final thoughts then, because we kind of hit everything on it, and we're running pretty long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, surprise, surprise. Ah, uh, three point five for me this episode. It was definitely solid. Um, yeah. I feel like it was a I big concur. setup episode. It was yes. really setting up the end of the season. Yes. Um, all the uh, chess pieces are moving into place. Yeah. But, um, so you want to jump into our last part of the episode, Little Legends of Tomorrow? Yeah. Yeah? Um, I got to say, Legends has really been stepping up their game because they've had a lot of ups and downs. Yeah. And um, it's great to kind of see them finally find their footing. Um, it's about time they did. Uh, 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 get it? Nope. You'll get in 38 Not really. No, like yeah. Two seconds. Because what if I, I have the synopsis right here. Hit it. This is episode 14, titled River of Time. What? <laughs> yeah, so 
little synopsis. Upon the revelation that the giant robot was technology from the distant future showing Savage is manipulating time, Rip believes the Time Masters will finally sanction his mission and sets course for the vanishing point. Jefferson fixes the damaged time drive, but is exposed to time radiation, which is slowly killing him. Stein is forced to send him back to 2016 in the jump ship to reverse the process. Carter is kept prisoner while Kendra tries to restore his memories, causing a rift between her and Ray, which effectively ends their relationship. Thank God. Yep. Savage tries to manipulate each of the team members, which allows him to escape his cell. Just as Savage is about to kill Kendra, Carter regains his memories and saves her, but is stabbed by Savage before Kendra knocks out the villain. The team arrives at the vanishing point where the Time Masters reveal that they have been working with Savage, who is to be sent back to 2166 to carry on with his plan, while Rip and his team are put under arrest. Yeah, um, wow. Big, big, big twist yeah, right there. A lot of things happen in this episode. Yes. Um, where, where should we start? Do we want to get Ray and uh, Kendra out of the thing? Yeah, alright. You know we what? gotta get rid of that Olicity stuff. I mean, um, Ray and Kendra stuff. We, you and I both kind of discussed we were better with the Ray and Kendra stuff after their their two Engagement. years yeah, and all right. that. Um, but it never really sat well with us. Yeah. And I know a lot of the fans were, were of the same way. Do you need relationship drama? Yeah, it's it's you most shows do have it, and it is something that you know adds uh, time to the episode. Yes, yeah. but um, we're both kind of happy that it's kind of kaput. Yeah, and Ray had every right to be a little. Angry? I don't even want to say angry. That's like Upset. the. There's no way one of us could relate to that situation. No. I mean, it's almost like um, best way that I think you can relate to it is if you're dating somebody and their ex gets into a car accident, and they start spending more time with their ex as he recovers. Yeah, I think that's like the closest parallel, and that's a dark parallel. Sorry, yeah. guys, we're bringing it down a little, but um. You know, poor, I feel really feel for Ray, but I like Ray's yes. reasoning. He was like, I now know, my biggest thing was, I didn't think I could love again. And yeah. now, you know, a little, and a now, nice little bow on the ending. And I think yes. that that made a big difference and we were all kind of happy about yes. it. So, kaput, that's what I'm with because. We also got to see some nice flashbacks yeah. in this episode. Was it this episode or the next one? This one. This one. There were, there were. We got Katrina some. Law. We got uh, Felicity. Yeah, yeah, we got we got some nice nice throwbacks to uh, throwback Thursday to this season basically right as they were leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I definitely enjoyed the the that Ray and Kendra kind of done. Uh, Carter trying to kill her was pretty vicious. Yeah. Um, it really showed. See, here's my thing though. They're trying to unbrainwash him anyway. Wasn't that the reason they kept saying uh, Vandal Savage alive so that he could do it? Well, no, I think it was. In order for Carter to get unbrainwashed, mm-hmm. get brain dried. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, Vandal Savage had to be alive. I don't know. I don't think it was Vandal, very, it was very it was, vague. Yeah, because Kendra, Kendra was about to kill him, and he's like, "I'm the only way that could, you know, the only thing that could save his mind and bring him back." Um, I, I think it was just the fact that I'm controlling him. So if I'm gone. He's going to just uh, not even respond just, to exactly. you. Exactly. Maybe, I guess so. I think that that could have been better written. Yeah. Because there was really no point to keeping uh, Vandal Savage alive. If yeah. that's how they... If they were just going to chain up Carter and just talk to him. Yeah. Um, but so... 
I enjoyed that aspect. And then we do get to see Carter does get his memories back when yeah. Savage is about to kill. Um, we're jumping ahead, but this is more the the Kendra story, I guess. Yeah, we could stick um, with the Ray Kendra. We'll go we'll go story wise. So yeah. We'll do storyline by storyline, but um, he gets stabbed, and immediately I was like, they killed him again. But then yeah. Rip is like, no, he's okay. He's he's still alive. Yeah. Can I just say Rip though? Rip like he's like. Carter's laying on the ground, and Rip just, like, smacks him in the stomach a few times, like, good job, buddy! Wake up! <laughs> it was more like, ow, 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 you're, you're punching me in my, my hole in my, my stomach. So he is alive, and he's got his memories back. Uh, still doesn't explain the whole reincarnation timeline thing that still makes my brain hurt. Yeah. But, um, and Savage is recaptured after he escapes, because he pushes Ray's buttons, and can we just say that Ray, like, I forgot how tough Ray actually was. Oh, yeah. Like, he goes into that thing swinging. Does he... He kind of goes out like a chump in the sleeper hold. Oh, yeah. He, um, he had no chance. But he still, he got some good licks. Yeah. Um, even, like, he got hit once, and then he started punching back. I was like, Ray's, Ray's kind of a boss. Yeah. Forgot how, you know, capable he is, even yes. without the Adam suit, which is nice. Um, which storyline do we want to hit next, then? I kind of wanted to save Jefferson for last because he was my favorite in this episode. Oh, yeah. He was, he was a lot of fun in this episode. He's, I don't know, I think he's, like, starting to become my favorite. One of all. Yeah, so do you want to talk about the... You want to talk Snart and Sarah? Yeah, the de- kind of the descent in the ranks. Because yeah. they're all... They're all... That's a new love... Oh. No, you're getting ahead. Yeah. Um, they've they're always the had... <laughs> it's always kind of been, since the start of the show, um, Rip... Uh, not Rip. Uh, Sarah, Snart, and Heatwave kind of connected the most. Because they yeah. were all kind of outside the law. They were kind of like villains. Yeah. I mean, Sarah not as much, but she definitely toted the line a little bit. Yeah, because she was League of Assassins. Yeah, she killed a lot of people. Yeah. It's not like she was always... Her hands weren't always clean. Exactly. And then you have the goody two-shoes. Yeah. So, they kind of... They're a little agitated with Rip. They're like, yeah. Rip's gonna just get... He's gonna... We're expendable to him. Yeah. Uh, a sentiment that has been on the show for a while. Yes. And, um... Especially with uh, Snart. Snart's the one that like, pointed it out. Yeah, Snart's kind of the, the leader of that side a little yeah. bit. Uh, him and Ray kind of always competed for that leadership role. Yes. Um, but, yeah, so... Which I would have picked Snart over. I would have picked Ray, because um, Snart, Snart didn't look out for the team at first. He looked out for himself. Yeah, but, I, I mean, as of now, like, now he's, you know, he's, part, he's one of the team, he wants to be on the team and everything. I would pick him just because of the fact that he... He could see the bad. I mean, Ray's just kind of focused on the good and the You need smarts. both, though. You, you, you well, need... Well, I mean, I feel like Snart has both. Snart has a code of honor that he, he runs by and the rogues run by. In the comics, it's like a big yeah. part of, of them. They don't kill children. They don't you yeah. know, they don't uh, rob from the poor sort of thing. Um, they're they're, they're Robin very... Hood. Not even Robin Hood because they just give to themselves. Um, they, they have a very strict code. And um, Captain Cold's been known to kill people who don't follow his code yeah. in the Rogues because he leads the Rogues. Um, for those of you guys who don't know, the Rogues is the group of villains that are particular to the Flash. That's their actual name. Yeah. Kind of like the Justice League, there's the Rogues. Yes. Um, and that's usually just Flash. But um, so they're questioning Rip's leadership because. Rightfully so. Rightfully so, very rightfully so. But then Rip ends up taking a bullet for uh, Kendra. Yeah. Like, he gets shot. Trying to save her. Literal book. Um, you know what I really enjoyed about this episode? We got to see Vandal Savage, A, how savage he can yeah. be, and also how smart he is. I love seeing different characters interact with him. Yeah. 
And, um, yeah, the, the whole, there's a few scenes with, you know, him trying to, like, manipulate everyone. Oh, it was beautiful. And he did. Yeah. He got out. He almost escaped. Yeah. Um, but then we also discover that he has been traveling through time. Yes. Um, at first, it seems like he's doing it on his own. We've, and then, you know, like, he just kind of figured out how to time travel. And he's using tech from the future to um, augment himself in, in 2166. So he's using technology from, like, 2266 yep. in 2166. It's basically it's the equivalent of having a rocket launcher in the Wild West, basically. Yes. So mm-hmm. it's a, an interesting term. Yeah. Because in the comics, Vandal Savage has always just been immortal. He's been yes. an immortal. He can't die. He can't, he does, can't even really get hurt. Um, or he just heals really quickly from it. Um, he's never been one to travel through time, except taking the long way, basically. Yes. You know, waiting. Um, so I was very uh, surprised that they put that in his character. So I'm curious to see what other things he might have up his sleeve in terms of things that he's gotten from the past, the present, the future. Um, it's definitely a, an interesting take. So uh, do you have anything else we want to talk about for this episode? Um, do we want to talk about the capture? About how, uh, you know, they bring Vandal Savage to the Time Masters? Yeah, so Rip decides that he's like, wait a minute, this is perfect. He's been traveling through time, and the Time Masters are supposed to patrol this. Mm -hmm. And they haven't. That's why it's been so hard to track him, because he keeps time jumping. So you know what? I'm gonna, we're gonna take him to the vanishing point, and they're gonna take care of Vandal Savage for us. Yep. Um. Nope. Nope. Uh, we're gonna find out about that but um sound plan yeah there's really nothing wrong with the logic um and it ends you know it's smart on rip's part instead of killing savage which was the plan yeah now they're gonna turn him over yeah and they well they do they do we see in the episode they turn him over and uh the time masters are like actually you're you're getting ahead of yourself this one because they became prisoners of the time masters in this episode at the very end are you sure yes i don't know I have to look that up. Yeah. Were you not listening to my synopsis? It does say it at the end? Yeah. They we're the worst podcast. They say they're like, no, we were helping him. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. You're right. Good yeah. call. Good of call. Of course I am. So the Time Masters <laughs> do reveal that they have been the architects of this whole yes. thing. And um, they take the whole team into custody. Uh, you want to talk about Jax really quick then and end with that? Well, Jax didn't go into custody. No, because Jax... Uh, Stein sent him back to 2016 to... Uh, he got injured, injured by uh, the time rupture. He got hit with time radiation. Yeah. I'm so, Snart, Heatwave, and uh, I think Sarah were going to go back to 20, 2016. Back they were done, yeah. Because the jump ship has one charge in it. Yes. It's basically got enough juice to take you back to 2016, and that's it. Yes. Uh, so, to reverse the damage of the... The time radiation. radiation. Um, great visual effects, too, with, yes. with Jax. Uh, he, his face looked really good when he was getting yep. older and older. But uh, they sent him back to swing. To knocks him out. No, he didn't knock him out. He just kind of shoved them in there. And no, he did them. He did catch him with a, a sedative. Did he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, a blue, it was like a blue ejection thing. I think it was the same thing he used. Yeah, basically. Was it, actually, didn't Jax say that? I think Jax said he that. He said too. something like, you roofied me again. Yeah. Um, so... Stein sends a ship off, and I thought Snart was or uh, Heatwave was gonna beat him senseless. Yeah, because he was not too happy about it. Um, 
But yeah, so Jax gets sent back to 2016, and that's... And being very smart, too. He goes and finds... You're getting ahead. No. That was the opening scene of the next episode. A chew. I, I sneezed. Oh, uh, wait. What's this over here? Yeah, it's really hard, guys. We apologize, because yeah. we've seen the next set of episodes, because we're so far behind. Um, on recording? On recording, yeah. <laughs> so we're trying not to get ahead, especially because the next episode is the most current, or the past episode we don't want to... Yeah. If you haven't seen it, we don't want to spoil anything. But um, definitely a solid episode. I'm going to give it a four. Yeah, um, I'm three and a half. I'm giving it a four mostly because they finished the Ray Kendra stuff. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. it's good. It, it added points to me. Because yeah, fair enough. They ended it the right way yeah. with, with reason. Fair enough. So uh, I think that wraps up yeah, our talk on our shows. Yeah. All right. So we got a few more minutes, like maybe ten more yeah. minutes at the most. Give me with your surprises. All right. So... I mentioned that they they bring up John Constantine in uh, this episode of Arrow. Mm -hmm. And also with the big Supergirl news, with her moving to CW um, for her season two, because it is going to be season two, the question that we're... Is John Constantine... No, the the question (laughs) that we're going to propose is, do you think they're going to incorporate any other DC characters into this universe, and if so, because now they, they basically have access to five different shows of lore. Yeah. They have Flash, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow. Now Supergirl continuity is going to be yes. on the CW, um, and then they they technically have access to all of Constantine. Now, with such a, a rich history now, because mm-hmm. the only thing is they never really said if Constantine, if it was the 100% exact same version, or if yeah. it's just the same actor, same character, very great territory. Yeah. We assume that everything that happened on season one of Constantine is now continuity with Arrow. Yes. Um, so they have five different television shows that they can access. Yeah. Six if you include iZombie, because iZombie is technically a DC property. Yeah. Um, now they also showed us the clip from the 1990s Flash, and also the... Um, the Legion of Superheroes ring. Yes. Now, the fan question that I wanted to propose is... Green Arrow. What? <laughs> Green Arrow's not a question. He's the, the source of all this. <laughs> if they were to do some big event with all these different properties, including the older ones like Smallville, mm-hmm. um, Birds of Prey, for those of you guys who don't know, they had a Birds of Prey television show. It was pretty bad, but they did have the Black Canary on it and all that. Um, Batman was on it, Mm -hmm. sort of, but with all these shows on the CW's resume, basically, if they were to do a big event, what would they do, what should they do, and what would you guys like to see? Yeah, 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 that's a a big question. (laughs) Um, We'd love to hear from you guys about it, because, I mean, just for example, Smallville had the Green Arrow, Mm -hmm. Hawkman, um... You know, all sorts of Martian Manhunter, all these characters who are now either A, starring in their own show, or B, are characters on another show. Yeah. So if they were to do some sort of big event, what would the event be? What would you guys like it to be? And what kind of villains would you like to see in that big crossover event? Because I could see them doing, for when they did the Justice Society of America on Smallville, they did made it into a, a two-hour event. Yeah. Um, it was two separate episodes, but they aired them together and made it an event. With all these new DC shows under 
basically one roof, with the exception of Gotham and Lucifer. Yeah. What would you guys like to see CW do with this? And what kind of crossover do you want to see just regularly? Because they're going to do a crossover for Flash and Arrow again. It's now their tradition. Yeah. So that that's our fan question to you. I thought it'd be a, a fun one. Yeah. And something you guys put a lot of in-depth thought into. So if you guys want to get in touch with us about that, how are the best ways to do, for them to do that, Ronnie? Uh, they could email us at multiversefancast at gmail.com. You can message us on Facebook. You can find us there. Our name is The Multiverse Fancast. Um, those are really the only ways. Or you could also do it on Twitter. On you Twitter. You could tweet us at uh, MVFancast. Um, yeah, that's at. pretty much it. Oh, yeah, on no. Twitter. There's no at there. You have to say at. Okay, I got you. I'm still new at Twitter, guys. Yes, long. it's... At, at the at symbol. I got it. I got it. I almost said multiply. Uh, <laughs> capital M, capital V, multiverse. Oh my god, I can't even spell Let it. me do this. All right, go ahead. I'm done. The at symbol, capital M, capital V, capital F, lowercase a, n, c, a, s, t. That's our Twitter handle. Um, and if people want to listen to us on the go, you could find us. On iTunes, download us from there to search the Multiverse Fancast. Uh, you could download us on the Podbean app or the Satchel app. All right, and if you guys do any of that stuff, take us on the go. Make sure you leave a, a you subscribe, leave a review. The more stars, comments, reviews. The more reviews we get, the more likely we are to buy a new microphone. Because <laughs> um, we are almost at 500 downloads. For, yep. uh, for our podcast, and that's so unbelievably awesome, and we want to thank you guys for uh, all your love and support uh, for all this, so, you know. Kisses. No, really? Um, really? Okay. I appreciate them so much. Maybe you should appreciate them less than them. No. They're just blowing kisses at the microphone, they, so just they in case. They appreciated that. I don't think anybody appreciated that, but anyway. Me down. <laughs> so I think we're going to wrap it up. So we have our next episode, which is going to be coming out Probably within the next day or two of this one. Yeah. Covering the next episodes of Flash, uh, Arrow, and Legends. So, lather, rinse, repeat for us. So, as always, I'm Mags. And I'm Ronnie. And we'll be back in a flash. <laughs> <laughs>